Esther. You know what to do, just listen to Esther. Say positive and fun, it's Esther Club. Hello, and welcome to Esther Club. Oh boy, got my Anna Nicole Smith shirt on today because I was super psyched about the special about her on 2020. Um, we got the Britney Spears documentary out this week. Lots of estery things in the universe. Um, we got a lot to cover today, a top five-ish, a, an anti-sadness, and we have a life lesson in the mix. So... Let's just get right to it. Um, well, first, let's talk about Anna Nicole Smith. So, uh, Anna Nicole Smith had a 2020 special this week. Well, I guess 2020 had an Anna Nicole Smith special is how you would say that. And, you know, it was really well done. Just another look, deep dive into her life and her career. And gotta say, I love her. I love how... I love the controversy. I love her beauty, her glamour. Um... You know, it's what's interesting is that so everyone knows she was married to Jay Howard Marshall, this like ninety year old oil Texas rich guy. And apparently like he tried to get her to marry him for about four years and she kept refusing. And then she eventually married him. When he passed away, she actually didn't get any of his money and then then they found out that his son was the reason his son was blocking her from it and that she might actually be entitled to it. So they went to court and there was this court battle between Anna Nicole Smith and her husband, dead husband's son. And, you know, he was obviously the son, you know, the husband is 90. So the son is like 50 or 60. You know, he's also like an older guy. So they fight over this money. And what's crazy that people don't realize is they didn't even get it figured out till after they both died isn't that crazy you're fighting legally over money and it doesn't get settled until after you both are gone well that she didn't end up getting any of it which I don't know how I feel about that I feel like they were married he probably would have wanted her to have some of it there's so much of it why does each side need the 500 million why can't they split it (sighs) What the world's what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Anyways, we're it's kind of a celebrity themed episode because the top five ish is. Oh, I'm just gonna move fast today. I'm gonna. I just shot a video for Instagram. Uh, it's Super Bowl Sunday. I've got makeup on. I've got Anna Nicole Smith energy. Let's just dump, dump, jump right in. So. The top five-ish is the top five reasons that the Army Hammer drama is so fascinating. Now, before I tell you the top five, I'm going to just give you guys, if you don't know the Army Hammer drama, I'm just going to bring you up to speed really fast. So, Army Hammer, who is he? He's famous for playing the Winklevoss twins in the movie The Social Network. Super tall, super handsome guy, um, and... He, movie star, right? He's a movie star. He had that big movie, Call Me By My Name. Call Me By Her Name. Call Me By A Name. He had that big movie. You know, he's like pretty much, if he's not A-list, he's B-plus list. Like, he's a big star. And 
he was accused of like basically being like a cannibal (laughs) like he, he was like hooking up with women after his divorce and was sending them messages like i want to eat your heart or something like he he wants to like drink their blood and like um there's one woman where allegedly he said to her that he wanted her to get her ribs removed so he could char them and eat them like am i the only one that's just like what this is like, he's supposed to be normal. We believe this man to be normal. And I know people are like, oh, it's just like a fantasy that if they're just acting and they don't really want to do that, we can't judge them for that, you know? I, really? <laughs> really, we can't? Like, I don't know. You guys can judge me for holding a mini microphone. Like, I feel like I can at least consider... Is it passing judgment? Is it just just making this face? Like, it just... So he wants to eat women is the gist of it. And, you know, other rumblings are coming out. There's, like, rumors that there's going to be a big LA Times article about him and his abuse. And, you know, he just seems like he's been kind of shady and creepy. And, you know, these are all legend and whatever it's just been one of those like Hollywood moments where we're all gathering around and hearing the gossip and like oh my god what is it what is it true you know because at first you're like oh Army Hammer sends these cannibal texts like when I first heard that I was like well it's fake you know that's obviously fake and then the more by the way one thing I've learned since my 10 plus years living in LA if there's a Hollywood rumor it's actually usually based in truth those things don't just come out of thin air the way I thought they did it's usually like like if you hear it there's a good chance it's you're hearing it for a reason um I want to say examples but it's like you know they're the, the famous ones are like certain famous actors are gay and you know I think it's probably in 2021 it's probably rude to speculate about that but that's an example of usually like if someone's saying that it's probably rooted in in reality. Whereas before I would hear that stuff and I'd be like, no way. But then I learned, okay, it's it's weird. So, because in my mind, like Hollywood is make-believe and nothing is real and it's all just like crazy things to sell magazines. You know, for example, like there was all these magazine covers about Caitlyn Jenner before she transitioned. And people were like, that? People were like, what? And then it ended up being real. Anyways, okay, so... All of this to say, Army Hammer, sending crazy shit, pretty titillating stuff. So that brings me to today's top five-ish. Today's top five-ish is the top five reasons that the Army Hammer drama is so satisfying. And what that kind of means is, like, why does it feel okay to watch him go down in flames now that's rude of me right like this is rude I shouldn't be you know technically this is like a peer we're both actors it's kind of shitty of me to talk about this but you know what like it's a global pandemic there's I have so little and that's why I'm going to convince you why it's okay with the top five so here's the top five reasons it's okay to watch Army Hammer go down one he's born extremely wealthy so Army Hammer 
his great-grandfather, Armand Hammer, oddly enough, was not named after Armand Hammer baking powder soda, but was an investor and was a part of that company. So he's, Army Hammer, the actor, is like the heir to this huge, wealthy fortune, legacy, whatever you want to call it, very wealthy. Two, he's very tall. And I feel like men who are very tall are just, they feel like they have it all. Three, he's very handsome. He's extremely handsome. He's probably the most classically handsome actor of our time. Four, he's a hot guy who tries to be smart. This is one of my least favorite qualities out there in people is people who are very, very attractive and they're clearly very insecure about their brains because they probably get so much attention for their looks so they go the extra mile to try to appear attractive it's very common I see this happen a lot actually um to I see this hap this action happen to Dave a lot I'll see these guys who are kind of famous they're pretty handsome and they're very drawn to Dave because Dave is just Dave is instead of you would say classically handsome he's classically smart so all these classically handsome men are always glomming onto Dave, trying to prove how smart they are to him. Now, he's a nice guy, so he handles it. You know, he's very polite and just sees nothing wrong with it. But I'm over here. I see what you're doing, tall, hot guy. I see what you're doing, okay? Back away. And the fifth reason that it's fun to watch Army Hammer go down is that I know that if Army Hammer saw me in public, he wouldn't actually see me. That's right. There's a certain breed of people that can't see people like me. They just don't see us. They're too handsome. And it, it's not just because he's so tall and I'm so short. It's just because they don't see people who aren't also extremely attractive or extremely rich. So... I know this is very hatery of me and I feel kind of negative about it, but it's also like I keep engaging and talking about this drama with my friends. So I feel like I have to just be honest about it with Esther Club and be like, holy shit, it's so crazy. And here's why I'm so obsessed with it. Now, you know, those are the top five reasons. Okay, let's move along to... N N N N N Nicole. I miss her so much. <sighs> miss you, Anna. So let's talk anti-sadness. Um, my anti-sadness this week is that I want to cook myself breakfast. I want to walk, try to walk every day. And three, I want to strengthen my back. Guys, I fucking have so many headaches, and I know it's because I have a weak body all over the place. By the way, Anna Nicole Smith also suffered from migraines, and I think it had to do with her neck pain caused by her breast implants. Now, I don't have breast implants, but I have the same problems as her. Look at that. I'm glamorous after all. I'm a Hollywood starlet. She says, I always suspected. Um, okay, I'm gonna, t sorry, I'm moving really fast, and I have, like, I feel like I have no, like, flow today, I'm just spitting it all at you, and it's probably not making any sense, 
but a lesson about insecurity. So a lot of people, let's just talk about something, okay? Let's just talk really serious about something that I get, it gets brought to my attention all the time. And this is that, Esther, why do you let people be so mean to you? How do you take it? You know, this, I got this when I did the show alone together with my friend Benji. I get this when I do a podcast with Rick. I get this um, when I do pretty much podcasts with anyone who bullies me and is mean to me. And people, there's always going to be a handful of people out there who are like, oh my God, she's letting these people be so mean to her. She just laughs. Blah, blah, blah. People, this is like a recurring theme that has come up a lot in the last like year for me. And, oh, and not to mention just like public stuff, but like my parents, you know, um, I love it when my fiance teases me. So I want to kind of comment on this for a, a second because this is clearly something that has been going on for years and years. And there's certain people that just are like, what? So I want to explain it. So here's how I'm going to explain it. The life lesson I told you I'd tell you about. And I didn't even know this until I saw this fact on TikTok. Somebody literally taught me, a psychologist on TikTok I follow, showed me why I'm so okay with people being so mean to me, making fun of me. So this psychologist on TikTok said that if you were, imagine you were six foot five. Imagine you're six feet tall, six feet and five inches tall. And someone comes up to you and they tell you that you're short. What do you do? Do you say, oh my God, no, I'm not. Are you like, okay, you don't really care because you know you're not short. You're six foot five. So that is an example of someone giving you an insult that you don't give a fuck about because it doesn't mean anything because you know it's not true. So that example showed me that the reason I don't get offended when people call me fat, when people call me ugly, when people call me short even, even though that one is true, I'm not insecure about it, but all these things that people say to me in their various ways of being funny, whether it's right of them to say it, whether it's wrong, whether the joke lands, whether it doesn't, if I'm not insecure about it, I don't care. I am not offended. And I actually just realized through learning this, I must be really fucking confident because people watch other people call me fat and ugly and I don't care at all, at all. And I don't even think I'm skinny, but I'm not concerned when someone says those things to me. I don't know. I think it's something that for everybody to just kind of look at, like, I don't think you need to be verbally abused by your friends the way I am because I just like that. Like, I don't, I don't think that's for everyone, but I do think that the takeaway here is like when someone says something about you, if they do, now you kind of know how to tell if it bothers you. It's something that you might really be afraid of or think about yourself. And if it doesn't bother you, you don't care. And this might seem so fucking simple. And you're like, yeah, I know that, Esther. I explained this to one of my friends this week and he was like, yeah, I know that. Okay, I didn't know that. 
So I'm a little late to learning that lesson, but now I know it. And that's that. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I have questions that you guys submitted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're finding them. I asked on Instagram, what do people want me to talk about? Okay. People asked for an update on my herb garden. So I talked a lot about my herb garden in the beginning of this thing called the pandemic. And we've got some updates for you. So I have one herb that will not quit. It will not die. It will do nothing but overgrow in my it has taken over an entire veggie box and that herb is oregano. And you know what's interesting about oregano is I have absolutely no fucking use for it. Fresh oregano? Never seen it called for in a recipe. It's pretty much rendered useless, but I've got so much of it. It's pretty. I love that I have it. It has a fine smell. Um, my basil, a lot of my basil, I over pruned it and it died. So that was shitty. My thyme is going strong. It's good. It's not overgrown. It's just fine. My mint, I've really made a strong effort to add more and more mint. So that's going well. I've trimmed down my chocolate mint and I've really tried to propagate as much of the regular mint as I can because as some of you guys know, my goal in life is to just be covered in mint to just have so much mint growing in my yard that you know my whole every inch of my life smells like mint you can't escape the smell of mint that would be my goal I'm doing okay I that's pretty much what my oregano is doing and I think I just need to get rid of the oregano and just completely fill that veggie bed with mint Is this interesting? Because I'm starting to feel like it might not be. I did, uh, I keep getting potatoes and then never using them. So I did plant some more potatoes. I'm going to try to, because you know, they sprout and then you're like, oh, I'm just going to throw them away. But I throw them in the dirt and I have yet to grow any potatoes. I haven't really had success with potatoes yet, but because I, what I do is I pull them out too soon before they've actually grown. Um, But I am curious if you guys are growing stuff. You know, I know that was kind of the trend in the beginning of the pandemic. But we should get back into it. We should, excuse me, we should be successfully growing our herbs. Any herbs I don't have. Parsley, my parsley is growing well, but it's kind of yellowing. It's not looking very healthy. If there's any herbs out there that you can think of, as you guys know, I love growing herbs. If you don't remember... It's just like growing money to me because I spend so much money on herbs. Why am I saying that? I literally never use herbs anymore. But I just like that it's something that I can grow and I can use it if I want to. Now, I did grow eggplants. I opened one and it looked gross and then I haven't opened any of the other ones. My green peppers were tasteless. My lettuce, I never end up eating because it always gets eaten by bugs first. I'm really not a successful gardener. I would say I'm not quite putting my pedal to the metal when it comes to making good use out of what I've grown. But I'm not going to give up. I'm going to continue. 
you guys i shot a an instagram ad a commercial for jack in the box today you'll see it when it comes out on my instagram in a couple weeks or in a week this is not even part of the ad this is just the esteriest shit that i have to mention so i didn't grow up with jack in the box and um i had never had it before I've never even pulled into the drive-thru. Did not know what they were about. Never paid attention when the commercials aired. It's just, it's not a part of my childhood. Was not really checked into the -the jack-in-the-box world. You guys. They have something on the menu. I can't. I can't. They have something on the menu called Tiny Tacos. There, it comes in a little box and you open this box. I didn't know what to expect. And it's like almost like how there would be fries in there, but it's just these mini fucking tacos. When I, I like had your serotonin euphoria. When I open this box and see these mini tacos, they almost look like if you had a round tortilla chip, but it was a soft one and it was folded in half and there's just a little bit of filling in each one. I'm going to post the picture on my Instagram when I post this ad. This is, and by the way, I'm not paid to talk about this, which is actually making me mad because I'm, they should make me their fucking spokesperson after I try these tiny tacos. I was like, hi. I was like, what are their tiny tacos? And they taste good. It's like you get to eat like 12 tacos. I don't even know how many I had. They were so fucking good. I can't, they're crunchy, but they're soft. They're kind of fried. They have like a tiny amount of filling in them. They're, they were just the most fun I've had in so long. Like, you know how it's a pandemic, you're stuck at home, you just want to like get on a plane and go to Maui. I just want to, that's, that's what, what a normal person would get out of getting on a plane and going to Maui is what I got out of the tiny tacos at Jack in the Box. They're so good. And I don't even know why I made the fucking elaborate video that I made to post next week because this endorsement is probably so much more valuable. I don't know. I don't understand. Did you guys watch Faking Famous? Fake Famous, Faking Fame? on HBO Max. It's a documentary that came out this past week all about Instagram and people, they buy bots for these um, wannabe influencers so they can like become fake famous to see if it'll work and, and trick people into thinking that they're famous and it does work and it's really quite crazy. And it made me be like, what the fuck? Like, should I be buying followers? But no, because then you have not real fans and it's like pointless. Like the reason to have followers is so that you have real people out there who will want to come see you live, who will want to watch your podcast, who will want to um, think you're funny and, you know, I don't know, support you. So it's really interesting though that a lot of people get by on being social media influencers with fake followings. I, I feel like I'm the most naive person because I didn't know that. 
They said even Kim Kardashian buys followers. It's like, you have to watch it. It's so crazy. Anyway, I feel like I was a bummer in the part of this and I'm just judging myself like crazy, but I know you guys are loyal, faithful Esther Club customers, so I appreciate you being here. Um, my clothing line sleepover by Esther is so close to having a, a new drop. Text me, text me to be signed up and be the first to know that number is 847 648 Text that number, text the word sleepover. And I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash estherworld. And you can sign up and get access to, to free, you're not free. They're free when you sign up, but that's not free. Uh, for $5 a month, you get secret live streams. And there's a pretty bombshell one last week that I recorded that if you sign up, you'll get access to it. It's pretty crazy. Um, but that's it for now. I've been Esther. Have a great week. Be not sad. And I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for your support.